decide to do that. Yeah, definitely, man. So for so for those of us that that don't know, just kind of kind of give us uh, and once again, guys, uh, we'll be right back with Jose in a second. But once again, guys, welcome to Drew Unscripted. This is our first ever interview, and I'm very excited for it because you know my homie right here. You know he is just an incredible, not only an incredible incredible guy, man, but he has a great knowledge of pro wrestling at such an early age. You know, and I just could not be any more grateful to have him a part of the show. So thankful for him taking the time out to do this you know, and stuff like that, especially with how hectic things are. But then again, it's like, it's not like any of us have anything else to be doing, you know, because we're basically all sitting at home and, and stuff like that. But basically, guys, um, you know, it's always important to like, talk to the people that, you know, were there for you. And it's always good to talk to the people that are that are real, you know what I mean? And this dude right here, man, in the short amount of time that I've known him, and I've known him for about a year now, like, the guy is just incredible. If you guys ever get to meet him, you know, he's a cool friend, he's a cool dude, you know, and he has such a great mindset for pro wrestling and stuff like that. And I have no doubt that he can go far if he ever chooses to, you know, do the business, which you never know, man. Like I said, it can happen sooner than you think. But just... To kind of give everybody a closer look at you, man, just kind of tell us, like, how you got your start becoming a pro wrestling fan. All right, so when I became a pro wrestling fan, um, I was at my tia's house for a family dinner that we usually have, and I was, like, four, four-ish, and I walked into my cousin watching SmackDown, and it really just, like, caught my attention. It was something that I really liked. So I started watching more and more of it, and I just became really, I could probably say really obsessed with what they were doing Same, on there. Man. It was something that I've never seen before. So when I started watching it, you know, it really kept me happy. Who were some of the who were just, who were some of the wrestlers that you first started to watch, and who were some of the wrestlers that got you like, man, I love this. Like, because for me, it was obviously the Undertaker when I started watching wrestling. Um, some of the wrestlers that really caught my attention that I loved was, of course, of course, it's gonna be John Cena for one of them. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, definitely John Cena. And I, uh, and I think, and I think, and I think you would, I think you would agree, man. For us, John Cena was our Hulk Hogan. Would you agree? Definitely. Just like how Hulk Hogan was big down, like at the eighties. Just like how big The Rock was to the nineties. Um, John Cena is another step to that path. He's the two thousand era. I gotta say, face of the company. And having an opportunity to try, like have an opportunity to get to see him and get to meet him was one thing that I can really be grateful for. Just the fact that you know you get to meet one of your heroes is really really great to do. Definitely. And you know it was really great to. I mean, like it's really like those opportunities you'll never get. I like, some people will never get the opportunity to see, but it was just really great. 
so for so for you, my man, uh, when you first got to meet uh re- WWE wrestlers, like obviously, like like you said, when we go to like WWE live events and stuff like that, who who are some of the wrestlers that you've been lucky to meet, and and how did they treat you in the short time that you got to meet them? Um, well, some of the wrestlers that I was able to meet, shoot, I mean, some of my top ones. Well, one of the ones I really did like at the time and I still do, is TJP. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, for anyone who doesn't... If anyone who doesn't know who TJP is, he is a wrestler formerly for WWE, where he was the Cruiserweight champion at the time. Then he recently left and went to Impact Wrestling, where he teams up with Follow Ball. <laughs> but I feel like with him, he's a great, like high flyer technical wrestler he's one of those guys that can do all of it and you know he's really nice with the fans i remember the first time i met him you know i was i was marked out with him at some point so i remember i was working at six flags and i still do well not right now because of this whole situation going on um i went to my work and got a dog tag because he wears dog tags and i got it custom made to say tjp with the sun because of the Filipino sun. So I went to the show. I went there early as usual. And he comes out of his car and comes, meets us. And I give him the dog tag. And to this day, he still wears it, which is probably something that I was really amazed by. Yeah, definitely. I've gotten to meet him. Um, I have gotten to meet Matt Hardy. Yes. This was really... This was a great moment because I was outside. It was the same show. And, you know, he goes in first. He goes, parks his car. And this, like, an hour or two later, he forget. He finally forgets his phone and goes, gets it from the car. And me and my friend, I'm thinking, how can we get him over here? So we all decided, you know, everybody that was there, like, let's start his lead chant. And see if that gets him to come. So this was before he became all woken. So when he made his return. So he starts walking back. He was still kind of looking down on his phone. Then once he starts getting closer, we start chanting delete. And he looks at us, smiles, and it comes running towards us. And takes photos and pictures, our photos and autographs for everyone. So that was really amazing. Definitely. Really nice guy. I had kind of a similar experience, man. Um, I have not been able to meet Matt Hardy, unfortunately, not yet. But the only two that I've gotten to meet was Jeff and Lita. And Lita was kind of a surprise because for those of you that don't know bar wrestling, sometimes they have people that, you know, are there and they're just like us, you know, watching the show. And Lita just so happened to be there. I saw her once, but she didn't look like she, you know, was in the mood to, like, take photos or anything like that. But then I saw her again. This time she was sitting right at the little the little bar like before you walk into the main where the ring is there's like a little bar where it has like stools and you know stuff like that and she was she happened to be right there and you know i was with another wrestling homie i call him the miranda alizé guy because he's a big miranda alizé fan so i see so and nothing wrong with miranda alizé i mean she's cool she's chill she's really good in the ring especially when she has the lucha mask on i really mark out for that but anyways i saw lita right there and i'm like hey bro you go first ask her first and then he was like all right so he asks her and she was like yeah of course and i was like oh damn okay cool so then i started to, i talked to her for a couple minutes 
And I just told her that, you know, me and my mom used to watch you when we were, when I was younger and stuff like that. And we always dug you and you were always a badass to us and stuff like that. And she gave me a picture, you know, and she was nice. She was really cool. She was real subtle. You know, it was real easy. And then again, this goes back to, you know, cause you and I, cause again, just a reminder, you know, you and me, we met, I believe on the night of takeover war games, I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We saw each other on takeover war games and you got to meet a couple wrestlers that day as well. Right. Didn't you get to meet like a road dog, Jesse James, I think. Yes. Um, yes. Um, I met five people that day. I've met road dog, Jesse James. I met X-Pac, Percy Watson. Um, what's his name? Um, this was one of Greg Holly's old managers, uh, but now he's a creative writer for um, WWE. Uh, 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 Runjan Singh? Yes. Yeah, Runjan Singh. There you go. And Mauro Ranallo. Yeah. And <laughs> that was dope, man. And Mauro Ranallo is a really great guy. Yeah. Um, he has his um, issues with bipolar, with Obviously. his bipolar, but yeah. he still does an amazing, amazing job, not only controlling it, but also doing what he loves, and which is commentating for either NXT or Showtime boxing events and stuff like that. And hey, he he's was, a really and hey, he was back on NXT TV last night, huh? Yes, finally after <laughs> after being off for a little while, he finally returned. I was so happy. Definitely, not. I and I that. even told him like I even told him that I looked up to I look up to him for situations because. You know, with myself, like, I'm not bipolar, but I do have, like, a small term of autism. Same and I kind of struggle with my anger and everything. So, so I have my struggles with my anger and everything. But whenever I see Mauro Ronaldo, he kind of inspires me to, like, chill, like, keep myself chill. So, I want to, well, for one thing, I want to thank, like, thank him for that. And I did thank him for that. And it was really fun. Yeah, man, definitely. I got to meet Morrow later that night, actually, after the show, and it was kind of a shock. I was like, oh, man, this is like, this is really cool. And I got to meet X-Pac, I think, earlier in, in the daytime as well. I think you did too, right? Yes, I just feel bad because I covered his dog while we were doing the two sweet for the picture. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because think... he has his dog strapped to his chest, and I did the two sweet. I look at the photo, I'm like, oh, damn it, my stomach's covering up his dog. I think I actually <laughs> I think I actually was the one that took the pic for you. It might have been me, or it might have been, I think it was someone else, but I was like, oh, man. But I was like, hey, it's all good, man. Like, I don't think anybody is going to notice it, but I mean, you know, sure. we got we got to meet X-Pac, I, and then... Were, were you there on the smack? Because it was a big event, dude. It was like, what? It was TakeOver, and then it was uh, Survivor Series, and then Raw and SmackDown. And I only went to TakeOver, Survivor Series, and uh, – well, no, I didn't go Survivor Series. What am I saying? I went to TakeOver, Raw, and then SmackDown. You went to Survivor Series, right? Yeah, I went to Survivor Series, and I went to – I went to Survivor Series for the first one. No, I went to War Games, the first one, and then I went to Survivor Series right after. But I didn't go to the two money. I didn't go to the two other shows after that. <laughs> I, I when I went to SmackDown, bro. I don't know if you remember. Uh, she was the Sasha Banks girl. She had like her hair like Sasha Banks and stuff like that. Do you remember her? Yeah, yeah, always chill. Shout out to her, man. Her name is uh, 
who is it samantha shout out to her man she's really really chill and every time i see her at a wwe show she's always just like super super cool she's there with us guys as we're trying to meet as we're trying to meet wrestlers we go there pretty early and you know we risk it we sacrifice it you know and stuff like that and we try to meet the wrestlers but like i say guys see this is the beauty with bar wrestling is like you get to meet wrestlers so easily they're so chill they're so incredibly nice Sometimes if they're in a bad mood because, you know, we're all human, you know, they never really show it, which I appreciate and stuff like that. But going to a WWE show, man, you're lucky if if they even look at you. And I can tell you guys a, a crazy story, and I'm sure my buddy can tell you one too. Long time ago, I went to a WWE live event, and I think it was a live show. I don't think it was Raw or SmackDown. It was a live event, a house show. And John Cena, I kid you not, John Cena was literally right outside with Nikki Bella, but John Cena was going to go into his tour bus. And it's understandable. Look, John Cena obviously does a lot for the community, does a lot for his career, does a lot for the fans, you know, and he's their go-to guy. You know, he's like their Sting when Sting was their go-to guy. Obviously now, you know, he's becoming a little more like The Rock, but respectfully, you know, they have their own, they have their own, their own projects and stuff like that. But I kid you not, bro, John Cena was right there and we know most likely he's not going to come up to us for an autograph, but we're just saying John Cena, you know, and then you had the people that were hating John Cena and then you had the people that were cheering John Cena then you had Nikki Bella right there. I kid you not, bro. Nikki Bella was the only one that acknowledged us for a brief second or however long it was. And she waved at us. John Cena did not pay us any attention. And I was just kind of like, oh, like, damn, that sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like I said, man, even John Cena, sometimes you go to a WWE show and you're lucky if they even acknowledge you, man. Like one time, I think one time I, that same, actually that same show, dude, I got flipped off by Kevin Owens. When Kevin Owens was the heel, and and I I well he didn't flip me off, he flipped off my direction, which basically counts as me. But anyways, that uh, that's back to the Survivor Series weekend. I actually got to meet Jeff Hardy, and I was just so incredible. I was like, what? Like literally, he just came like, and this was just like I don't know if he just like Matt. I don't know if he forgot something from his car. It looked like he did his nice little white freaking Dodge Charger that he was driving. He comes right up to us, bro, and I got a po- I got a photo with him. And literally, I think that's the biggest wrestler next next to Tessa Blanchard. I think that's the biggest wrestler that I've gotten to meet, and it was just so incredible, man. But like, but like yourself, man, you know, you know, we take pride in being wrestling fans. We love being wrestling fans. For you, you know, going back to the whole Baby Cobb thing, who was the first person to start calling you that? Like, how did you get that name? Like, was it just by accident, or was it just because you were like? Oh, I'm just gonna do my hair like this, and let's see if people, let's see if they get any funny ideas. No, I mean, like for me, when it came out to growing my hair, I just wanted to do it for like my person, like my personal self. I wanted to see how I looked in it, because you know I've always had short hair, and then I see a lot of people starting doing the man bun thing. I'm like, hmm, I want to give this a try. But once I started like growing my hair out more and more, that's when I started having more of the resemblance of Jeff Cobb. So that's why I guess people, I guess that's why they told me like, all right, we're just going to start calling you baby Cobb for now and see what happens. And so the first time, so the first time you, you spoke, you got to meet Jeff Cobb. How was that experience for you? Oh, the first time I ever met Jeff Cobb, you know, um, well, for one thing, it was funny because, um, at this time he was selling the chosen bros hat and Tessa comes outside. Tessa comes outside and she's like, "All right, who wants to buy a hat?" And the hat was. A, and was it a tag team? I hat? was like, "How much?" It was 
because you know the chosen bros were him and matt riddle at the time that's right okay so i'm like how much he's like 35 and then i'm like oh okay screw it i'll buy it so i bought the hat i wear it and then i'm walking i'm walking down of course i said hey and then jeff Cobb looks at me he's like hey nice hat i'm like thanks then she real and then he realizes right away i'm like he's like where did you get that hat i'm like oh has sold it to me <laughs> and she, he just starts laughing he's like oh he did she did huh i'm like yeah she did was this i'm like was this at bar Yes, this was at my second bar. This is before the whole baby cop thing happened. Oh man, oh that's that's funny, bro. That's was uh, unfortunately I don't believe I don't think he ever was, but unfortunately I know he's been at PCW and it's a sh- I got to see him live when he made his debut and he beat Chris Hero or uh, Cash Chisono, but I call him Chris Hero, because um, I just think that name sounds so much more cool. But Matt Riddle, man, if he would have ever been at bar, I don't think he's ever been there, but I know he's been at PCW and I know that because I saw a triple threat with him. Uh, Brody King and I think Jeff Cobb was in the match. Yes. Yeah, man. W- were you there on that show by any chance, or? I wanted to go to that show so bad, only because of the fact that Jake the Snake Roberts was there. But yes, I didn't have a ride, so I didn't get to go. And then that's when we heard Matt Riddle, the King of Bros, was gonna go. Then I was more sad. So for so for you, man. Your very first bar wrestling experience, how was that for you, man? Like, how did you get involved with, like, okay, so, you know, I'm going to give this a try. You mentioned it was uh, it was obviously Daniel, our homie Daniel, who I called the merch king because, you know, if you know Daniel, the guy buys a shitload of merch. Mostly Ty of Valkyrie. Yes, he is the Ty. Okay, so, so here, here's the joke, man. So basically with our wrestling group that we have, it's basically it's – it's myself, Baby Cobb, but I'm I'm I wasn't the founding member. I was I'm just like a new recruit. But it was basically, it's myself, D- uh, Daniel, George, Byron. Who funny funny enough, when I first met Byron, I thought he was your boss. I don't know why. And then um, and then of course uh, Baby Cobb, aka Jose, right here, Anthony, and of course can't forget, you can't forget this guy. Sean, you know Sean. Everybody, everybody knows Sean. Yep. Sean's like an honorary member, you know what I'm saying? But you know, <laughs> anyways, uh, I remember we all have our people. Like for example, Baby Cobb is the Baby Cobb guy. Manny is the Tessa Blanchard guy. I am the Tessa Blanchard Messiah, as I like to call myself. You know what I mean? That's just like a little joke from the whole Seth Rollins Messiah thing. Daniel, of course, is the Taya Valkyrie guy slash Heather Monroe guy. I think would you would you say he's the Heather Monroe Monroe guy? I would say he was the Heather Monroe. Uh, Daniel's Taya Valkyrie. Whenever he sees Taya at an event, he always gets an eight by ten from her or buys merch for her. <laughs> I just completely botched right now. But anyways, yeah, that's that's definitely see that see guys. This is what happens when you don't prepare. <laughs> you always botch. But you know what? <laughs> this is this is what we do. You know, I come on here. I give you guys like, I don't prepare. Because in reality, like, you know, this is still fun. Like, this interview right here, guys, there might be a lot of glitches with it. But you know what? Like, this is, like, shout out to Jose for taking the time to do this. This is just, like, this is just for fun. Like, this is just something that we're trying to do to kill the time. Also, I've been wanting to be a podcaster for a long time. I do, Much like pro wrestling, I have a passion for this and stuff like that. So, we might, we, we might botch a couple times, you know? That's just how it is <laughs> and stuff like that. But anyways, yeah. 
So we all have our people that we like. For you, for you, man, do you remember who was on the card for your first PC, uh, PCW for your first bar wrestling show? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can remember. Uh, some of the matches I do remember. Um, it was Luchasaurus versus Suicide. Ooh. That one was amazing. Um, it was Doomfly going against Ruby Rays and Jason Cade. It was Joey Ryan versus James Ellsworth oh, for the Intergender Championship, which was their first uh, title defense at Bar Wrestling, for what I know. Um. It was Jeff Cobb, Brian Cage, and Tommy Dreamer versus the Spirit Squad. Um, I know there was another one. I'm trying to remember what it was, though. Oh, P.B. Ray versus Kikitaro and Karima. And by the way, he will, he will not and, be revealing the identity. Yes. No. I'm keeping the kayfabe. <laughs> no one's going to know. Because you might already know, but... Um... And it was Taya Valkyrie going against Emma, which is now Tanel Dashwood. Oh, man, there you go. That, oh, wait. And Scorpio Sky. And I think it was Scorpio Sky and Willie Mack versus Matt Cross and Brody King. That's all of them. Man, I'll tell you, my man, that that's incredible, man. I remember my first uh, bar wrestling show. This was like, this is, this was epic, man. You know, because I'm there, you're there. You know, we're all there. But you know, I don't, I don't really know any of the other guys yet. But you know, we're there, and I hear a guy yelling, and I'm like, why is this fool yelling? And I'm pretty sure you can tell who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm right there in line, my first bar wrestling show, and then all of a sudden I hear. 10 minutes and i'm like i'm like oh man this dude is like this dude is awesome come to find out this dude ends up becoming like one of my best friends just like you man uh anthony man obviously anthony he is the voice of bar wrestling george of course literally george is the commentator of bar wrestling dan uh, daniel danny daniel is the merch man of bar wrestling i'm the guy that'll just basically I'm color commentator with George and you, man, you know, you're the son. You're the, you're the son of bar wrestling, man. I'm telling you. And Byron and Byron is, he's just like the, he's the cool guy of bar wrestling. Cause you look at Byron, he's always just like, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's the cool guy, man. He plays it cool. But that first show, man, you know, that was my first show. And if you remember, bro, it was raining like it is today. <laughs> it was raining. Oh my, God. oh my God, dude. I made a sign for Tessa Blanchard and literally right outside the, right outside bro before we got to go in because at that time I, I didn't know how they opened the doors and this was at bootleg theater location and i was like oh damn like shit like they're not opening the doors and you're like oh well this is how it is like you know they don't open the doors until like about eight o'clock and i'm like okay well it's like 7 30 so you know it's not that bad we're only freezing but it's all good i had the i had the, the tesla blanchard sign and it got all wet and i'm just like oh damn man she's not gonna be able to sign it because you know it's not gonna write it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna crumble Luckily, we go inside, and I remember, man, that whole card was just so incredible. Like, you had I, – I had the DVDs too, by the way. You had Dude. Ray Rosas and Jungle Boy. You had um, 
it was uh, of course, uh, P.P. Ray. Uh, P- Peter Avalon wasn't wrestling that night because I think he was injured at the time. And then you had um, you had Tyler Bateman, Tyler Bate, you know Bateman, of course, or or just simply Bateman versus Luchasaurus. You had Tessa and Daga, which is in my mind one of Bar Wrestling's best matches against uh, Doomfly. You had Brian Cage and P.J. Black, formerly Justin Gabriel. And then you had the main event, bro, which was Rockness Monsters and Watts. Wattsness Monsters taking on SCU. And I was like, oh, shit. But then that but that wasn't it. We had the Elite coming out. Oh, man, bro. I, I cannot forget that, man. That was just, oh, that was an incredible night, man. That was, that was really awesome because, you know, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, I am a huge Cody Rhodes fan. And it was really awesome to, like, see him out there just as a huge surprise. And it's funny because we kind of got a hint off of Twitter saying that there was this thing where all four of them, Matt, Nick, Matt, Nick, Cody, and Hangman, they all posted something like, see you in L.A. And then I was thinking, because I saw this at work, I'm like, does this mean they're going to bar wrestling or something? I don't know what this means. And, you know, with this whole AEW promotion happening at that time, I guess it was kind of their way to, like, start, like, putting publicity out for AEW. So, I get there. And I kid you guys not, like, because of that whole thing, I brought a Funko Pop of Cody Rhodes and a pen just in case I wanted him to sign it. And I was almost looking dumb because I didn't think that they were going to be there. But all of a sudden, boom, they're there. And I'm trying so hard to get it signed. And he did sign it, thankfully. Right. But, you know, it was funny because then, you know, that whole thing happens. The match is over. And then they cut a promo out. They cut a huge promo. And then, kid you not, we were hired for AEW for like a minute and then we got fired. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That was that was one of the funniest moments. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, are we gonna get paid for at least working like with you guys for like ten minutes?" Or exactly, <laughs> but it was funny. But you know, just seeing that was like, especially for your first bar wrestling, was really amazing. That that would have been like top top two for my favorite bar wrestling. Yeah, man, I actually I actually got to meet Cody. Uh, couple oof, bunch of years back in 2013 at my very first SummerSlam my 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 very first and only SummerSlam event I mean I, I was around for a SummerSlam 2014 but SummerSlam 2013 in my mind is one of the best SummerSlams in this era because you had you had Brock and CM Punk of course you had you know Daniel Bryan John Cena but before that this is when they used to do Superfest in LA uh Summerfest I access SummerSlam access yeah I think SummerSlam access I got to meet Cody, and this is back when he, this is back when he had the porn stash. Remember, the, remember those days. <laughs> the good old mustache, Cody. Yeah, his you know, dashing, well, his sort of dashing era. I got to meet him. I got to meet Vicky Guerrero that day. I got to meet Oksana. I don't know if you guys remember Oksana. I got to meet. I came close to meeting the Shield. This is when the Shield was was hot. This is when they were, you know, barely getting their name. And we had seen them walking by. They were walking, but of course they had their their security escort. And I put my hand out, and the only one to touch my hand was Moxley. Believe it or not, 
that's awesome, bro. Uh, but he didn't touch my hand. He like gave me a fist pump on my hand. But I'm telling you, man, he didn't hit me hard. But that shit hurt. I was like, damn, that shit hurts. But that's that's freaking epic right there. So obviously, man, you know, a lot of people, just in case they don't know. Where did you get your start? Like, you know, you growing up in L.A. your whole life. Like, you know, talk about that. Like, you know, big family, small family. Well, I would say my family is kind of like in the middle between big and small. Like we have like I would say we're a little bit big family, but we're all like scattered out all over the place. You know, I have some that live. I have a lot that live over here. I have a lot that lives like out of the state few that live out of the country hmm. but but it's just like but yeah my family is just like that big i would probably say and i know one time you talked to us about because here's another wrestling company that you know you started going to and stuff like that i have not been able to go to it just because the tickets are just you know a little, a little too pricey but i would like to definitely go someday i think you know where i'm going where i'm going with this PWG Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Talk about that, man. How'd yep. you how'd you find out about that? How'd you start going? Who have you got to meet? What are some of your experiences there? So, like I said, I've never been to like any indie shows, but I've heard like I've heard of some. That was one of the main ones. To be honest, when I was growing up as a kid, I thought it was like a I thought it was just something for like WWE wrestlers to kind of go to. Mm-hmm. But that's when I started to know, like, there was a lot more to it. Like, these are for people who are up-and-comers that want to be, like, that are well-known around the world. So, with PWG, they've been around for a while now. And they've found talents like Pete Dunne, The Young Bucks, Ricochet, uh, Cameron Grimes, which is, which, by that time, he was going by Trevor Lee. Right. Which is someone that I believe should have a good run in NXT right now. Um, Adam Cole, Marty Scurll, a lot of these talents I can keep on going on and on and on. But they're one of the most well-established pro, uh, indie promotions out there. Of course, they'll be working with people from ROH. Um, they'll be bringing people down from Mexico, people from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, they just always bring out some of the top talents, and that's what I like about them. Definitely, man. That's cool. That's cool for you, man. I know one time you got to you got to uh, you got to meet MJF. Talk to us about that. <laughs> All right. So, for anyone who doesn't know who MJF is, and by this point you uh, should, <laughs> he is what people like to call an asshole. For one thing. You bet, yep. Um. One of my first experiences of meeting him was at a bar wrestling show. Oh, he was at bar one and, time. Yeah, he was at bar for a back-to-back event. Who did he? Who did he work? The first match he went against uh, Rocky Romero the first night. Oh, okay. I just saw him at the. Um, uh, well, not he, just seen him, but I saw him at bar recently as well. Yeah, he beat him by a roll-up, of course. Mm-hmm. And then the second night was more when I had an interaction with them. So, um, my friend goes to the bathroom and I was just waiting by the ring. He comes back real quick. He's like, dude, MJF just caught me off in the restroom right now. I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, oh man, I'm for, I'm for real. I'm pissed. I'm like, MJF caught, cut you off in the restroom. Meaning, meaning like what? Like he got in his way or 
he basically took the stall from him. Oh, snap. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, if you see MJF, you know he's going to be in his heel mode either way. Yeah, I can't picture MJF being out of character, man. <laughs> exactly. So then I'm like, you know what? Let's just go talk to Jeff Cobb then. Because this, I mean, this was around the time I was baby Cobb. So I go with me and him go over there. Jeff Cobb has his um has his merch by the stall. And we're just talking, you know, we're just talking. And then until you know it, we hear a flush and then we hear someone kicking the stall. And this is at the Baldwin Parker the Baldwin Park area. Second so, bar wrestling home, yep. So you know what I mean by he took the stall. There's like only one stall in the restroom over there. Yeah, it's a, it's a real small bathroom. So then all I hear, all my friends said, oh shit, I'm like, what? Here comes MJF. I'm like, all right. And the funny thing was Jeff Cobb was, Jeff Cobb was going against MJF that night. So then, of course, they're staring each other down. Then he starts looking at me. Jeff Cobb says, I wouldn't do that for you because that's my son. And MJF just looks at me again, starts laughing, and then goes into the locker room. Wow. Then, then during the match, um, I guess everybody was, you know, chanting out, tag your son, tag your son, or something like that. Um, if you guys want to see that match, it's actually on YouTube as well. Working on Joey it? Ryan's page. <clears throat> and, and, it, and it was uh, to, MJF versus Jeff Cobb, or who was he fighting? Yes, Jeff Cobb. Okay. And then, well, back to, to the story. Might have to watch that later. Um, yeah, back to the story. Um, you know, just for the hell of it, I was trying to reach out to Jeff Cobb for like a tag. MJF sees that, so then he starts coming forward to me, and then he's like, he's looking like he was gonna rush at me. So then he fakes me out. I back up. He looks at me laughing, and I flip him off. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you know what? Hey, you got to fight fire with fire, man. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then it was funny because I didn't know about this part months until like a year later. One of my friends that I haven't seen in a while, he was like, dude, by the way, I forgot to tell you something. I'm like, what's up? Remember how MJF lost to Jeff Cobb that night? I'm like, yeah. Apparently, he was in the parking lot looking for me. What? Like, he was looking for me like, where's... Where's baby Cobb at? Oh, snap. Yeah, I know. So I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he was asking, like, where the fuck baby Cobb is? I want to talk to him. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's awesome. It was funny. Like, it was one of my first experiences like that. Where right. someone's actually, like, a wrestler's actually looking for me. Like, oh, what did I do? So, that But it was, like, it was an awesome moment. So did, didn't you, did you ever get like a photo with MJF or buy merch or anything like that? Or do you know anybody that did or? Yeah, I, a year later, he went to PWG. Um, thankfully, he didn't remember me. <laughs> Which is kind of shocking, right? Because it's like, wait a minute, you know, like, come on, that's Jeff Cobb's son right there. <laughs> so I probably should have said that too, but no, nah, um. He was going against Darby Allen that day, and of course MJF lost to Darby Allen. I was so, I was so happy about that. But then you know he was just standing around drinking, 
So for the hell of it, I go up to him, I'm like, hey, man, try my best. Like, can I get a photo? He's like, five bucks. I'm like, okay. So I pull out five bucks, took a photo. This motherfucker takes my hat and puts it on my face while we're taking a photo. So so anybody, and, and if you guys want to see and that. And I flip them off. And if you guys want to see that photo, it's exclusively on Baby Cobb's Instagram page. Anyways, <laughs> do you know anyone else that got to meet MJF and they said how he is? Because I heard, yeah, I heard he charges five bucks, which is a little shocking to me because you would think he would be like, oh, 20 bucks. But, you know, MJF, you know, at some point he's like, oh, well, you know, of course people want to take a picture with me. No, actually, that's funny because the same night he charged someone 20 bucks to stick photo with him. Oh, snap. So maybe, maybe. I got lucky. I know, and it's kind of like, and it's kind of like, why would he, why would he give it to you for so much cheaper? It's like, oh well, you know, hey, you gotta take what you can take. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It was funny though. I'm not gonna lie. So we, I was laughing at the dude. So we've we've talked about guys. We've talked about like you know how he got the name Baby Cobb. He mentioned it was because of his. It was just something funny he wanted to do with his hair, and then all of a sudden, I think the first one that called you Baby Cobb was was it at a wrestling show or was it? just you know was it just kind of like because i know some i know even some of the announce some of the announcers would even kind of call you by that now obviously right yeah um kevin cardone and loud obnoxious um those two are the commentators for uh, bar wrestling sometimes when they see me they'll always be like hey baby cob or little cob how you been um eli everfly will usually call me little cob uh luchasaurus has called me baby cob a couple times that's how they kind of remember me. So I feel like it's pretty cool with the nickname. Um, the sh- it actually happened at a show where they said that I had the comparison of Baby Cop. Man, that's that's epic, man. That's cool. And then there's even there's even there's even a picture on your Instagram page at Jose Costa where you're actually giving uh, Jeff Cobb a hug in the ring, and I think that's that should be a freaking eight by ten. I think to be honest. Um, yeah. Well, that's the funny thing about that show. Um, that I didn't expect happening. Um, you know, it was him and him and Brian Cage were going against Violence Unlimited at the time, which yeah. was Tyler B and Brody King. Great match. And, you know, everybody was saying, hug your son, hug your son before the match started. So then, of course, he gave me a hug. The match starts, and then... Right after the match, they lost. Um, freaking, what's his name? Uh, Brian Cage, my bad. Brian Cage um, picks me up from the ring, like tells me to come into the ring. So he picks me up by my arm. I get up, I head into the ring, and I go in for a hug with Jeff Cobb. And it was funny because Jeff Cobb, after the hug, um. He tells me to take off my hat and to un- like, untie my hair so he can see it. He looks at me and he says, eh, I can see the resemblance a little bit. So then I head back into the, so I head back out and then Jeff, oh no, then Brian Cage says, well, Jeff Cobb, you are the father. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's freaking, that's excellent, man. That's freaking funny as hell, man. Like I said, you know, it's, yep. it's it's cool how like, you know, sometimes, you know, 
stuff like that happens when you go to wrestling shows. Like I said, that's that's the beauty of bar wrestling, guys. Is that you know sometimes you know you it's so in it's so fan interactive, and I think like that's just so incredible. Like there's so many guys there and and women there that perform there, and they're just so incredibly cool, so incredibly chill. And I think my buddy will speak for me. Will will agree with me when I say, you know, there's no place like bar wrestling, man. There's just there's no place like it. You know what I'm saying? 100% agree with you, man. Ball wrestling is one of those ones. I would probably say one of the best ones to first start off if you're trying to get into indie shows. That's why I introduced him to it because it's just something that's really amazing. Like, it makes you feel like you're a part of the action. Yeah, definitely, man. I remember he first started telling me about the show. And, uh, of course, the homie uh, Joey who takes who takes photos, you know, shout out to Joey. You know, you can follow his uh, Instagram page and stuff like that. <laughs> He actually showed me photos that he took from these shows, and I was all like, "Oh man, this looks this looks pretty sick." And then once I saw that Tessa was there, I was like, "Oh shit, man, I got I gotta go someday." And then of course, you know, my, my the homie Jose Baby Cobb was like, "Yeah, you gotta go, man. You know, I recommend it." And I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" So then, fast forward around January, I uh, I looked at you know I I looked online and I saw that they were coming to L.A. and then I had remembered. They are in LA. That's this is what they were telling me. So I got my tickets and I was like, damn, you know, on the card, you know, shit, Tessa's gonna be there. I gotta, I gotta go. And SCU's gonna be there and stuff like that. And oh man, hell yeah. So I got my tickets and I went and been going ever since, man. Like I just, I was so incredibly happy with it. Great night, you know, you know, I've met and let me just tell you guys, you know, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but you know, at that time I was going through a rough time and you know, this was really what had what had got me through it, you know, meeting all kinds of new friends, you know, and coming to these shows and of course meeting baby Cobb, you know, meeting Joey and freaking um, you know, Daniel, Anthony, Byron, you know, Sean, George, like, you know, shout out to George, you know, who I will be having on the show very soon, by the way, because he is, he is going to do his Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. So I can't wait to do, to do that one. He's going to be on the shoot sesh with Drew. So for you, man, obviously, you know, do you have a, a mountain of wrestlers that is your Mount Rushmore? And if so, who are they? Dang. Well, if I'm thinking about Mount Rushmore as my top four that I love. I'm just going to go with like my personal one. I would probably put Cena, of course. I would put Cody Rhodes because, you know, he's he's done life. For me, seeing what he's been doing ever since he left WWE has been some of the top things I love, of course. Um, I would put The Rock on there as well. Because, of course, I feel like he's one of those wrestlers that deserves to be on top of one of those one day. And I think Guerrero. Eddie. Hey man, that's that's a great that's a great selection, man. You know, definitely. You know, when I think of my Mount Rushmore of wrestling, I obviously put The Undertaker because that was who I first started watching. I think The Undertaker is one of the most creative characters in all of you know WWE and wrestling in general. Number two would be Stone Cold Steve Austin, obviously because of who Stone Cold is. I don't know if there's ever been a more character who laced up their their boots any more intensely than Stone Cold. Obviously, you know. Chris Jericho, freaking Brock Lesnar, and if we're going to go old school, you know, I got to go with Shawn Michaels, man. Like, those guys are the guys that, you know, 
as a kid, you know, yeah, these guys were already, well, guys like Undertaker and Stone Cold and uh, HBK have been around forever. But, you know, the guys that I grew up watching was obviously guys like Cena and Brock Lesnar. So obviously, you know, those guys are definitely, you know, on the list for sure, man. But yeah, man, you know, you know, one of the great things about being a wrestling fan is that, you know, we accept all wrestling, you know, that there's different kinds of wrestlings, different kinds of wrestling for everyone. Obviously, we talk about Joey Ryan, who, like I said, <laughs> I've been on the receiving end of his lollipop. I remember that day so well. Oh, my God. All the all the bar wrestling homies, man, they were like, oh, give it to Drew. Give it to Drew. And he looked at me and Joey Ryan looked at me and he could tell like from my face that I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this one, man. And he looked at me. He was like, do you really want it? And I said, well, hey, man, now the spotlight's on me, man. Go ahead and do it, man. You know what's funny? I know you've been on the I receiving end of it, right? Twice. Oh, man. Please please elaborate, man. How, how did that happen? <laughs> um, the first one was in July of, I think it was either last year or two years ago um it uh, it was with oh two years ago my bad it was two years ago it was joy ryan against um eric watts and finally i had a joy ryan shirt at the time so i wore it and I'm, they pitched me to do it so i got the light pop um watts looks at me he's like damn you are a sick fuck <laughs> and then and then the second time was when I went because I believe I told you I went to um Expo Lucha down in San Diego. Yeah. And this is where they had like yeah, that I gotta say, that one's one of my favorite conventions to go to. If you're like someone that is a fan of Lucha Libre or like regular independent wrestling as well. Um Joey Ryan was there for the USA versus the World show. Yeah, Joey's everywhere, man. He went to um replace Tessa. Right. Which he, Tessa was there, but for some reason like Tessa was there, but for some reason she wasn't able to compete. Right. So instead, um Joey Ryan went and he came off to Tessa's theme song and everything. Oh shit. So he did the whole entrance? He did the whole entrance in his style. <laughs> oh, man. So then he comes out, and then, of course, he has the lollipop in his mouth. Right. So instead of saying, who wants my lollipop, he looks up to everybody and says, who wants Tessa's lollipop? <laughs> nobody was, nobody in the crowd. Like, apparently nobody wanted it, so I was in the second row. And I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. He's like, all right, you got it, baby cop. So then he comes towards me. And he puts it in my mouth. It was funny. Oh, man, dude. That's incredible, man. I'm telling you, like, a lot of people, they look at us and I'm like, oh, you guys are sick as fuck. And it's like, hey, man, that's the price of being a bar wrestling faithful, man. You know, you get it's like a it's like like for me, I took it as an initiation. It was like, OK, it's like Daniel freaking uh, Anthony, George. And I don't I don't think you were there that day, that day, but it was Anthony, Daniel, George and Byron. It's like they're looking at me and they're like. You must do it. Take the lollipop, and then Joey Ryan is like, you know and Joey Ryan's all like, "You really want it?" And I was all like, "Hey, Joey, <laughs> I know I'm probably not gonna make, I'm not gonna make money for this, especially when, that time I took a bump, or the couple times I've, I've taken bumps. But you know what? Give it to me, man. 
and then I got the lollipop, and oh my god, bro, and then my grandma, my grandma was freaking out, she was like, "Ah, how could you do that, and I go like, no, 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 you don't understand, it's cool, it's hardcore, and then, you know, stuff like that, because, you know, you you can't expect, like, you know, my grandmother to be like, oh, that's cool, (laughs) and it's like, you know, but it, but it was fun, man, it it was a cool experience, my mom, my mom was just laughing at it, because, you know, my mom knows what's up, you know, my mom, you know, my mom wants to go to a show someday, and I'm all like, mom, (laughs) I'm all like, trust me, it's you get smothered big time it's like it's like you could barely even walk but it's so fun like it's so incredible you know again man i have to thank you because honestly you were the guy that got me hooked onto this shit you know and i make you sound like a drug dealer but you were the guy that got me hooked but then again wrestling wrestling is our is our drug you know what i mean but you got me hooked man i've always loved wrestling but it wasn't until i started going to bar wrestling where i started loving it in a brand new way and stuff like that, and I always knew who Joey Ryan was, I mean, I've been watching Joey Ryan since his days in freaking um, Wrestling Society X, when he used to team up in that disco, that 70s team, I don't know if you remember that? Yes, that 70s team. And of course, I started I, I started watching uh, that, and of course, of course, man, like, I learned all kind of new talents, like guys like Peter Avalon, Ray Rosas, you know, Luchasaurus, you know, Heather, Heather Monroe, you know, Laura James, who I've only met a couple times. I've only met her like, I think twice, but you know, she was, she was really nice and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously meeting a whole lot of new friends and stuff like that, man. And I owe that all to you, man. You know, that was an incredible experience, you know, and stuff like that. And now, you know, I can safely say, you know, I'm, I'm one with, you know, one with the dark order. I'm one with, you know, the bar wrestling faithful and stuff like that. Obviously, man, you know, as we're, as we're, you know, cutting down here, obviously what's happening, man, is no joke. And obviously we got to be back at bar, rest- at bar wrestling soon. Hopefully things are looking up. I don't know if you heard about Promo Mania. Promo Mania? Yeah, that that new show. That's, nah. It's like a, it's like something where it's going to be like, it's going to be various competitors competing uh, in a, like, I guess it's going to be just them cutting promos on each other and whoever wins gets the championship. <laughs> yeah, Promo Mania. What it was okay. I'm now assu- I remember. I remember seeing it a couple times on Instagram recently. I'm assuming. I don't know for sure. I'm assuming, but I know Daniel. Obviously, Daniel is the go-to guy when it comes to wrestling news. <laughs> he actually posted it up, and I was all like, "What's Promo Mania?" I thought it, I thought it was gonna be like a brand new bar wrestling, like a, a new show coming up. And I'm like, "Oh shit, they're gonna get the green light to come back." And then I'm like, "Oh wait a minute, it's gonna be just them cutting promos." I think from maybe from their house or something. And if they win, they get like a championship or something, or they get something. I know I know they get something, and I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Man, that's gonna be pretty good. I mean, if they can't compete wrestling, you know, if they can't compete wrestling right now, might as well work on promo skills and stuff like that. So that's a perfect way to do that. Yeah, man, I couldn't, I couldn't agree anymore, man. D- definitely agree with you, man. But as we're as we're cutting down here, man, you know, um, obviously, uh, how is your family and how are you guys, you know, handling the situation and stuff like that these uncertain times? Well. With my family and everything, we are taking um, precaution to it. Um, we are, um, we are taking it serious. Um, we're trying to stay as home as much as we can. The only times we'll leave out of the house is if, you know, one of us has to go to work or, you know, if we need to go pick up some stuff. But other than that, we're trying to take precaution into it. Yeah, man. Amen, man. Same here, man. You know, and, you know, I think I speak for myself and everyone else when I say, you know, we'll be back in no no time, man, for bar. Obviously, 
you know, things are not looking too good right now, but we all just, we all just got to pray. We got to keep positive and we got to support each other, man. We got to support each other as best we can, man. Exactly, man. That's how it's supposed to be right now. Well, with that being said, baby Cobb, you know, it was, it was incredible having you on the show. I would love to have you back again whenever, you know, you're available. You know, I really enjoy talking to you, man. You know, this is definitely something that I want to do. This is a great segment where I call the shoot sesh, where basically I interview people and they just come on here and they shoot on whatever they feel like, man. I'll ask them questions, you know, and they can say whatever they want, man. And having you on the show was incredible, man. This was a great first guest and I'm really happy that you, but we were able to make this happen. Man, I really appreciate the, the invite. I love, well, this is my first ever podcast, like, interview for a podcast. Right. I gotta say, it was, it was a really, it's a really great honor to do it for a friend. Yeah, man. And also, and, you know, also, also do it for yourself, man. You know, get your mind away from all the stuff that's going on and stuff like that. Because that, that, that's basically what I'm trying to provide is I'm trying to provide a way for myself and people included to kind of get their mind off of shit, you know, even if it's just for a little while. Because I, I know, you know, human stress never goes away. But, you know, I'm really grateful to have you on the show, man. It, it was it was great to have you on, bro. And I would love to have you on again someday. Thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it. Well, and of course, with that, know. with that being said, man, you know, again, I just want to say, you know, shout out to Daniel, shout out to Anthony, shout out to George, who I will be having pretty soon. Shout out to, you know, Baby Cobb, of course. Shout out to your family. Shout out to Byron. For those that don't know, man, where can we find you on social media? So I do have um, for my Instagram, my Snapchat, my Twitter, all of it is the same. It's um, Jose Acosta two zero. Um, I do have a Facebook, which is just, um, named Jose Acosta and soon, hopefully sooner than expected, I will be having my YouTube's a YouTube show going on. Um, I'm going to have it under Jose Acosta as well. So if anybody wants to give it a try, give it a scene, I am more than appreciated. Hell yeah, man. Did. Definitely guys. Make sure you give him a follow, give him a hit up. I will be talking to you again soon, man. I would love to have you back on the show, man. With that being said, bro, have yourself a good day. Thank you for coming on, bro. And we'll talk to you next time, man. Uh, for sure, man. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. Give it up for Baby Cobb, everybody. All right. Peace out, buddy. Peace out, bro. All right, guys, that was my first ever guest officially on Drew Unscripted. Very good interview with a good friend of mine. Can't wait to do it again. With that being said, guys, thank you for tuning in to this episode. I really appreciate it. We had some difficult, some technical difficulties with our official intro. But with that being said, guys, you know, I want to say thank you to everyone, especially my buddy Jose for taking the time out to listen. Thank you to my buddy Jose for being on the show. He was incredible. I think he did an amazing job. And definitely he will be back, man. So with that being said, guys, take care. I love you all. Have a great day. Stay positive, And I'll talk to you guys later. My neck gonna cause a brain freeze. It's gonna travel. My career gonna go the same speed. A lot of people always plotting because they ain't me. Paid the price to get it right and now they pay me. Yeah. I just took off with your lady. Took my time and did it right. Won't let them take me. So much in my life won't let it shape me I'm gonna do it till I can't or till it ain't me
the sights around my neck gon' cause a brain freeze It's gon' travel, my career gon' go the same speed Lot of people always plotting cause they ain't me Paid the price to get it right and now they pay me I just took off with your lady Took my time and did her right, won't let them take me Been through so much in my life, won't let it shake me I'm gon' do it till I can or till it ain't me What do you know about